The Dutch artist Vincent van Gogh died 122 years ago as of this last Friday. Died in 1890. Uh, Vincent van Gogh, of course, is most famous for his painting of the Starry Night, you know, the one with all the, well, the stars and the swirls, and the picture of irises, and also uh, still life with sunflowers. Uh, he painted hundreds of pictures, uh, made thousands of drawings, and in his lifetime he may have sold one painting. He had a five-year painting or artistic career, may have sold one painting. And when I was in high school, I wanted to become lots of different things when I was in high school, but one of the things I wanted to become at one time was a painter. I spent one summer visiting Texas Art Supply in Clear Lake and visiting the Houston Museum of Fine Arts whenever I could. And Vincent Van Gogh was my, and continues to be my favorite painter. In high school, I was so devoted to, to Vincent Van Gogh, my parents bought me a sweatshirt from the Smithsonian Magazine that had a picture of Van Gogh's face on it. Uh, he is famous, of course, for his bright landscapes, for his luminous still lifes. Uh, in addition to all those, he also painted uh, many portraits, and often portraits of himself, because he couldn't afford a model. And in his self-portraits, he used color like he did in his landscapes, uh, very bright. And in those pictures, sometimes of himself, he looks angry. In others, he looks sad. In others, he looks fearful. In others, he looks actually kind of mean. Uh, he was kind of a cantankerous uh, person and may probably, they, they, they speculate that he suffered from bipolar uh, disorder. Uh, like I said, he probably never sold a picture in his lifetime. Uh, he was supported by his younger brother, Theo. Uh, and so it must have been frustrating, a frustrating life for him to be so seemingly unsuccessful and at the mercy of his brother's generosity. And at one point he told, told his brother, Theo, he said, I'm still far from being what I want to be, but with God's help, I shall succeed. Now, success was selling paintings. He didn't succeed in his lifetime. Uh, but now his paintings, now they go for they're some of the most expensive paintings in the world. And when it comes to success, I don't think Van Gogh meant necessarily about selling paintings and being successful that way. Uh, by success, I think he meant putting on canvas with paint and brush the vivid colors he saw in his life. He wanted to be faithful to the vision that he saw with his eyes. It wasn't truly a matter of success in an earthly sense. Instead, it was being faithful to the vision that he saw. Now, the lessons appointed for today describe a vision, a vision of what God desires for God's people, and actually for all, all people. In Colossians, it's a vision of being raised in Christ and seeking the things that are above, where Christ is. Uh, the writer of Colossians says, if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on the things that are above, not on the things on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. That's part of the vision of the, of the letter to the Colossians. And because, and because of that, the Colossians, well, because of what Christ has done, the Colossians have new cells. Uh, they, and it, the writer says they must turn away from the things of death, things of the earth. And he makes a, a list. Fornication, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed. 
They must get rid of also of anger and wrath and malice and slander and abusive language and lying. And they must do this because they have stripped off the old self, their old natures with its practices, and they have been clothed with a new nature, which is being renewed, which is being renewed according to the image of its creator. God is the supreme creator and artist. And he painted a different picture for the Colossians' lives. Through Christ, the Colossians were given new selves and were being told in this letter to be faithful to what God has made possible by setting their mind on those, those higher things. And then we have a parable from the, from, from the Gospel according to Luke, a parable in which a man has a vision of a life of ease. Jesus says, the land of a rich man produced abundantly, and he thought to himself, what should I do? What should I do? I have no place to store all my crops. And then he said, I'll do this. I'll tear down my old barns, and I'll build larger barns, and then I'll store all my grain and all my goods, and I will say to my soul, soul, you have ample goods laid up for yourself for many years. Relax, eat, drink, and be merry. That's the vision he had for his life. But God said to him, you fool. This very night, your life is being demanded of you. So this man's vision in the parable, this, this man was not faithful to God's vision, but only faithful to the one he had for himself. He saw a vision of relaxing and eating and drinking and being merry, but those were all good, well and good things to, 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 to do, but they also excluded God and neighbor. The man acts as if, as if God isn't there. But God sees more. God's vision is of a life lived richly towards God. And that in part takes in our neighbors. Now imagine that God has a vision for our lives of what God intends for us. Uh, if we scan Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, we can't miss the selfies that people take of themselves and post there. And the question for us is who would we see in our own selfie, our own portrait? Who would others see in the picture we take of ourselves? Would they see someone who is content and satisfied and who might be clueless uh, that their life is being demanded of them? Uh, would people who see our selfies, would they see someone with their mind set on earthly things? Or would they see a life that has been stripped of the old self with its practices and, and has been closed with a new, clothed with a new self with our minds set on the things from above, where Jesus is. And if we painted that portrait or took that picture, how faithful would it be to that vision that God has for our lives? It would probably fall short of God's vision for us. And of course, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter usually present uh, idealized versions of ourselves, the parts that we are willing to share. And but God, we usually fall short of God's vision for our lives. But thankfully, the prophet Hosea has good news. There is always good news. God has a vision, or God had a vision of the Israelites and saw them as his children, as God sees us as his children. And God said to the ancient Israelites, when Israel was a child, I loved him. And out of Egypt, I called my son. And unfortunately, the ancient Israelites, they became like a wayward son. And God said, the more I called them, the more they went from me. They kept sacrificing to the bowels and offering incense to idols, which means they worshipped other gods, and not the Lord God who brought them out of Egypt. But even so, it says, Hosea says, that uh, 
that God's compassion grew warm and tender for them. And God said, I will not execute my fierce anger, for I am God and no mortal, the Holy One in your midst. I will come, I will not come in wrath. That's good news. God not coming in wrath is good news. Uh, the people of Israel did not live up to the image that God held for them. They were not faithful to the vision that God had for them. They fell short, just as we tend to fall short. But God did not abandon them, and nor does God abandon us. When we ourselves fail to live up to the image God has for us, God has compassion for us. Our lives are always being demanded of us. And even though we may fall short by not setting our minds on what is above, uh, by not remembering that our lives, like the lives of the Colossians, have been hidden in Christ with God, we fall short in those ways. And we may be far from what we want to be, but with God's help, we shall succeed. With God's help, with God's grace, we shall succeed. And it's not all about success. It's about being faithful. It's about being faithful to the vision, to that picture, that image, that painting that God has for our lives. And when our faithfulness to that vision fails, which from time to time it will, God's faithfulness never fails. God continues to be faithful. And in his compassion, he helps us complete the picture, the vision he has for our lives. Amen.